0: NFL fans it is time once again for another episode of the big picture yes it is and we are excited so much that we're just going to play that music over and over and over again my name is Brian Anthony Davis Wesley Coleman our host is here with me as well we are your two hosts what's going on my friend
1: hey doing good starting to uh we've got multiple games for each team now so maybe we can start uh, reading into things and uh making decisions about who's good who's bad and uh throw away right
0: yeah you know and last week it was tough because you had a lot of good teams that lost games and now you're starting to see that okay those first games could be anomalies you can see some teams that won this week uh <clears throat> my Pittsburgh Steelers that still look terrible and you can see some teams that really need to worry but As always, this is the big picture and what we do here at Fans First Sports Network's NFL Feeds Big Picture. What we do is we go ahead and we talk playoffs at week two, just like we did at week one. Hey, playoffs? Yeah, we're talking playoffs. We have no problem doing that. And like always, we are going to go ahead and project our seven that we think are going to be going for it in january and february looking for that lombardi so let's get started what we're going to do is we're going to start with the nfc this week and i'm going to go ahead and bring up these teams and since our own new orleans saints affiliate the dome patrol wesley coleman he is i think an authority of the nfc and we're going to have him tell us the state of the union in the national football conference. Ready to go, my man. Ready. All right. Let's go ahead and take a look at first the NFC East. You have a, got a couple teams that are two and O in that division. And first let's start off with both the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's where the, the power is in, in that division. And, and right now, a lot of people are predicting that the entire NFC, um, I, I don't like the Cowboys. I don't want to like the Cowboys. I don't want them to be good, but they have scored 70 points and given up 10 points in two games right now. You've got to just, you've got to call them the number one seed um, period um, and uh, assume that, uh, you know, you, you can make up things that that's not going to continue, but right now, you can't look at anything and and deny that they uh, they got a great team that's definitely gonna make the playoffs.
0: Would the Philadelphia Eagles be your top
1: wild card? Yeah, for sure. Um, now, now I'm gonna. I think there could be some some interesting things with uh, the NFC East possibly beating each other up a little. Um, so I could have another team that uh, I think's gonna be fighting for a pretty decent wild card spot. So. Uh, but right now that would make the most sense uh, for for what you're seeing there.
0: All right, well let's continue in the east. You know, everybody is giving the Cowboys and the Eagles the uh, the crown right now and saying they're battling it out, but lo and behold, there is another 2-0 team and it's the Washington Commanders. What in the blue blazes is going on with Washington in the district?
1: Yeah, um I'm probably not gonna read into it too much. I think that they've played um, a terrible Cardinals team that doesn't seem to be extremely interested in uh, falling back from one of the top few draft picks, and the Broncos and Commanders played what was an ugly game where they scored a lot of points where um, neither team really looked like they meant necessarily deserved to win. So I get it; they're two and zero, oh, and that's you, you play who you play at this time. Um, I'm not taking the Commanders too terribly seriously, um, but just their. Their offensive power they have. You know,
0: it, it's really interesting though that wow, we heard for such a long time that you know, don't really read in too much about the greatness of Eric enemy because it's Andy Reid and he's an offensive genius. But the Washington Commanders for the longest time failed to score points. Now they're lighting it up
1: with with subpar a lot of subpar parts um there too. I think Eric B. is doing a great job. Um I think that questioning his offensive ability and um, st- strategy is silly, um, but that doesn't mean that he's going to make a great head coach. And it probably makes sense. There's, there's still different reasons that have nothing to do with that, of why he struggled to become a head coach. Um, but saying that he's not a great offensive coordinator is just silly.
0: Let's look at one more team there. We're not going to go through every team in every division, but the New York Giants are definitely noteworthy. They were down and it looked like they were going to go 0 and 2 in an embarrassing fashion, losing 40 to nothing the first week. And then what happened against the Arizona Cardinals, but they roared back and won that game. Is this a team that could compete if they uh is this a comeback that could, uh, you know, just shake off the, the rust? Uh,
1: no, okay. Um, I, th- I don't think their offensive line is good enough to make Daniel Jones be um comfortable or good enough to block for Saquon Barkley, who I do think is an incredible talent.
0: All right, let's talk about your division that your Saints call home it is the NFC South, and you have a couple two and O teams, three more two and O teams. Yeah. Yes, we we do have three. I almost forgot about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there. So I think it's safe to say we're not even going to talk about Carolina right now. You got to see them exclusively. And unfortunately, Steeler fans got to see them exclusively in the dreaded split screen. Did you have to deal with that split screen on Monday Night Football last night, too?
1: I did not. I had full screen all, all on Saints until the Saints game was over. And then I then I. I believe that me changing the channel and putting the Steelers on powered the Steelers to a victory. So you're welcome.
0: Oh yeah, well, thank you for that. We we appreciate it. We will we'll send you uh, we'll send you an edible arrangement, not a and... yellow towel. Yeah, well, you we, we can have one. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's gold, not yellow, Wesley. We we've talked about that. Um, <laughs> so Carolina Panthers, you know, not very good, but nope. This is a really this is really interesting to me because I. Think that the best quarterback in that division, right now, is in New Orleans. I think it's Derek Carr, but I think the best running game in the National Football League, at least top five, would be the Atlanta Falcons. I think that pony, that pony backfield that they have with, uh, I always screw up his name. It's Tyler Algier, right? Is that or Algier? Algier. I see, I, I practiced that and I still got it wrong. And then you get, you got to go ahead and look at the fact that Bijan Robinson as well. They're lighting it up. Is this going to be just a fantastic rivalry renewed between Atlanta and New Orleans?
1: I I don't, I don't think so. Um, I think there's always going to be something there and we'll call it rivalry. The the saints have completely dominated this uh, rivalry for, for a decade now. Um, and listen, I, I, agree that what Atlanta has done so far, um, has looked good uh, for their running game and they've exploited both the Packers and, and Panthers. Um, what's fixing to happen though, is they're fixing to play a Detroit lions team, which has not given up a hundred yards to the Seahawks and the chiefs. Um, I believe they give up 80 yards, to the Seahawks or 82 and 90 to the chiefs, something like that. This is where we're going to find out if, I think B. John Robinson is a very talented running back. Let's find out if one dimensional Atlanta, who does not have a good quarterback can do this against a, a decent defense. That's uh, made to stop the run.
0: Let's let's see how that looks. Uh, are we discounting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the situation like the Washington commanders where you're like, yeah, they're not that good.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that, um, uh, I've never been as low on Baker Mayfield as he probably deserves. Um, And now having said that, there are ridiculous people saying that right now he's the NFL MVP (laughs) two games after the, I've seen a couple of people say that. And I think that's silly. Um, But again, we're talking about a a Vikings team that has looked terrible and disjointed and a, a bears team, which, is is terrible and disjointed. Um, so I think there's a lot going on. I think that roster wise, the buccaneers are not going to be talented enough. and and they didn't they just didn't build a a team this year that's going to be very competitive once Baker kind of falls back to earth,
0: you know, And we have seen something in Mike Evans where, wow, the guy is timeless. he, yep. he is he is really for real. and i I really think that, You know, the fact that everyone thinks that he is going to be on another team, I I think that's premature right now because he is their offense. I've seen a lot of Baker Mayfield, and he's only in his sixth season. And when you're a journeyman, when you're on your fourth team in six seasons, and three of those teams were in the last calendar year, (laughs) you know, you're kind of looking at like, yeah, this guy is – This guy's not going to be, uh, you know, wearing a gold jacket.
1: Yeah, I I don't think – I mean, I don't definitely think Baker's going to be in a gold jacket. I also just don't think he's as bad as – there's some Sam Darnolds and and people like that that were worse that he kind of got lumped in with. Um, And and there's a reason that he still has a job right now as a starter, and some of those other guys don't. Um, I don't know if he's ever had necessarily a great offensive line paired with some good receivers. Um I think he can do better than uh, than he's done in the past but uh, eventually he's going to do something crazy at the wrong time and I mean he'll fall back to earth as far as being, you know, the 20th best quarterback in football.
0: Well, we'll wait until the end of the conference to let me know who the uh, playoff teams are there. You mentioned two very poor teams that played the Buccaneers. That's the Bears and the Vikings. They are both O2.
1: Are the Vikings the best O2
0: team? in the NFC
1: they are now we I just want to say that in the NFC South we did not talk about the New Orleans Saints at all um oh my gosh <laughs> but why we just I, you know I, I don't know if you're messing with me if I'm on, if I'm on candid camera right now but uh, I would love we, to say did that, did that I was clever
0: out. enough to mess with you <laughs> I just uh man I I just uh really screwed the pooch on that one so um but hey it's football so it's the pooch punt and you know there's a flag on the play <laughs> New Orleans gets the ball back. And so go ahead. Let's talk about the saints.
1: Yeah. uh, Saints are are showing having some, some problems with the offensive line. We've played two talented front sevens with the Tennessee Titans and Carolina Panthers. Um, Their defensive strengths matched up really good against our new together, young offensive line or the left side of our offensive line being young. Um, And we've, we've gotten better. We've won two close games. Um, our defense is elite. Um, we have uh, what's going to be a top three defense in the league right now. Um, and if, if not for a trash touchdown against Carolina, would be number one in every single defensive category. Um, we've got uh, j- just enough going on uh, where we can stay competitive. We won a few games. We're going to get Alvin Kamara back in two weeks. Um, and there's a lot of talented offensive pieces. Derek Carr had probably one of the uglier games that he could have. Um, this this past week, and so as long as we get him back to just uh, being average Derek Carr, it's going to be really difficult to beat us. Um, the New Orleans Saints, if this week they hold the um, Green Bay Packers to under 20 points, they will tie an NFL record for 11 games in a row holding an opponent to under 20 points. Tie an NFL record for that. And if they do it this week against the Packers, they're going to break that record against the Tampa Bay Bucks in two weeks.
0: When I think of great New Orleans Saints defenses, you know, what comes to mind and you know, apologies to uh how good that 2009 team was, but I think of the Ricky Jacksons and I think
1: of the Dome Patrol. The, the,
0: yeah, the uh the <laughs> early 1990s. Pat Swilling, I believe he was one he yep. was
1: in that Sam group. Mills and and Sam Javon, Mills. Javon, yep. Yeah.
0: So how do they compare to that great group?
1: Yeah, um, you know, you know, uh, th- that's a great team that um, was great because they had four Pro Bowl linebackers on it, which has never been repeated. Um, but this team is great at all levels. Um, Cam Jordan paired with younger Carl Granderson are both in the top 10 in pressures. Carl Granderson was the number seven um, defensive lineman in pressures. Uh, Demario Davis in the second level is the number two um, rated linebacker in football this year. And then Marshawn Lattimore at the third level is completely shutting everybody down, along with Tyron Matthew and Marcus May playing great together. We have it at all three levels, which that team did not have back then. That team had completely dominant four players that made some other players um, look good by, by causing havoc. This team has it at all levels. We can stop the run. We're getting pressure on quarterbacks. And we got cornerbacks that are tight, um, where we can play man coverage against everybody. Let's go ahead and move
0: forward, if it's okay right now. Yeah, let's it. do it. Yeah, man, I, I can't believe I did that. Let's go ahead, and I, I just couldn't wait to talk about the Bears and the Vikings, <laughs> but we're not going to. I will ask if the Bear the Vikings are that zero two team that is uh, just not playing, just having bad fortune in the first two weeks, or are they? or have they just progressed.
1: Now did you ask are they the best the, the best two team in football or in the NFC? In the NFC. Absolutely. Um yeah, I think I think that's unquestionable. Um whether or not they can fix it, I don't know. Um this uh th- they legitimately I thought they were going to fix it last week and I think I predicted that they might actually be having some problems that uh I mean it, it's looked really bad two weeks in a row.
0: I don't even want to talk about the Chicago Bears. I think no uh, I think they are actually. Everyone's talking about Arizona and Houston being they, that number they, one. They pick. They can make
1: a run at the, the number one pick again.
0: Yeah, I I really think uh, you know Caleb Williams. You might want to stay for another year. I'm just saying. Well, I guarantee
1: the Bears don't trade it if they get it again this year. Yeah, they're but kick, they're they're kicking themselves right now. It's a terrible move.
0: I'm watching. If I'm Caleb Williams, I'm watching this show or listening to this show. Every single week to see what the playoff picture and what the standings are, because we will talk about the overall standings and who's in line for that number one pick. And if it's the Chicago Bears, man, if I'm consulting that guy, I'm saying stay away. Let's go ahead. And uh does anybody really want to win this division? You've got the Lions and the Packers, and they're both one and
1: one. I think the lions want to win it. Um, I'm not sure if they're talented enough to win it on offense. Um, but I think they're going to win it. Um, I think that, uh, um, I'm still Jordan love. I get it. He's thrown some, uh, some good touchdowns and he hasn't thrown the interceptions. He's also completing 55% of his passes. And that is not good enough, um, to, to, to win in this league, um, consistently, especially when you get to playoff caliber teams. So, um, I think that the lions with just their pure coaching and attitude um, are going to you know, kind of be the cream, that rises to the top here out of what may end up being a pretty bad division.
0: Yeah, that's it, it's crazy because I watched Jordan love and he had plenty of time and it was Packer fans have seen this for almost 30 some years, either Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers with, with uh, that much time, just simple. When you're down by one, yeah, that's that's a field goal. That's, right. I mean, game over Packers. Yep. And it, it was not the case, and it fell on Jordan Love. Not saying he's not going to be a good quarterback in this league, but they lost a lot when Aaron Rodgers went to Gotham. So with that being said, it looks like it is the Lions division right now, but that is a very bad division if you ask the two of us. One of the uh, better divisions in the league – And you would also have to say it's still the NFC North, excuse me, the NFC West. Uh, The Cardinals not included in that. The Seahawks uh, and Rams are one and one. The 49ers are two and oh, they play the uh, it looks like you're going to have a situation with the 49ers in Dallas in week five, both being four and oh, before they battle each other and have that true test. I think the 49ers are a really good team. We kind of talked about this last week. Not everybody is sold on Brock Purdy. I know I am after watching the debacle at Acrisure Stadium with the Pittsburgh Steelers last week in week 1, but what are you thinking with the West?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to um keep kind of moving here and say so I watched the the Rams 49ers game pretty closely and i think the rams deserved to win that game and i realized that um we're getting a whole lot of talk about uh puka nakua and all the amount of catches that he has everybody's ignoring the fact that he has like seven or eight drops and if he didn't have those drops if he was cooper cup or a better handed receiver um the rams win this game they end up losing at the end um uh, one interception um, early in the game that basically turned everything went off of a receiver's hands, and he just popped it up in the air and gave the 49ers a free touchdown. Um, and Matthew Stafford definitely looks the healthiest that I've seen him in years, definitely since the Super Bowl. He's moving differently. The zip on his ball is not lost at all. Um, I think that Matthew Stafford, if he had Cooper Cup right now, they're 2-0, and and there's a whole different conversation going on right now about the 49ers versus the, the, uh, the Rams. Um, So I think this is going to be an interesting division. They got to play each other again. And um, this is a toss up for me.
0: Who's your number one. You already talked about the Cowboys being number one. Are you holding on to that right now?
1: Unfortunately, I I just can't go another way. It's uh, they, they, they are, they deserve it uh, of what they've done. And it's, yeah, you scored seventy points. and You went up ten in two games. You're you're the number one seed,
0: division winners.
1: Yeah, so um, I I think that uh, I'm gonna my number two seed is gonna be the Saints. I just think that playing in what is a, gonna wash out to be a weak division, they're just and they play the easiest schedule in football. Um, that they're gonna end up kind of uh, being the number two seed over a you know weak NFC um, North, and then the Rams and 49ers that beat each other up a little bit.
0: All right, and so if we go ahead and look at your uh, your other playoff teams, it looks like uh, either the Rams or 49ers in I'll there. put
1: the 49ers number three. I'll say right now we don't have Cooper Cup, so they're going to win their division. Okay. And then, of course, you've. I would think uh, the Lions will end up winning the North, being your fourth seed there. Can
0: and you- then
1: finishing out with wild cards, I'm going to put the Rams as my number five seed over the Eagles. Mm. Eagles, uh, um, number six, and then, um, the Vikings do enough to get here and sneak in as maybe even a losing record seven seed.
0: Oh, wow. So you don't believe in the Falcons at all?
1: No. Okay. No, I don't believe in Desmond Ritter at all. I did not like him coming out of college. He's not accurate enough. I, I, there was things that I don't think he's corrected. I'm not a Desmond Ritter guy.
0: Alright, here's the music. We'll be back after- Fans First Sports Network. It's the big picture where we talk about the playoffs. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Wesley Coleman is here as well. We are both your host for this. And you know what? We have already talked about the NFC and I am going to sit back and I am going to throw the reins over to Wesley Coleman as we talk about the American Football Conference.
1: Yeah, we're going to start right off with uh, your favorite division and what might be the most interesting division in football right now, at least with people being all over the place about what's actually going on. What's going on with the AFC North? We've got <laughs> 0-2 Bengals. The Browns, I, we don't even know what's going on with the Browns and their, their quarterback and now their running game that could be shattered, literally. Um We've got your Steelers, and then you got some two and O Ravens that um, haven't necessarily looked that great. What? Tell me about the AOC North. What's going on, and who's going to come out of this? This is definitely your black and blue division. I'm going to say right
0: now that you know, and I hate to say this, but the Browns are done. And the Browns were really a one dimensional offense, as far as I was concerned, because they were a running team. And that was Nick Chubb was keeping them in games. Kevin Stefanski really blew that game from the start. And the reason I'm going to say that is we were talking before the game. All they had to do was run, 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 and maybe run again and not even think about passing. They came out and threw a ugly pick six on the very first play of the game. And the uh, the Steelers, that put the crowd back in the game. Kenny Pickett and the Steelers did everything they could to take the crowd back out of the game. And that had a lot to do with the play calling as well. But the Browns are not ready for primetime after that. I hate, and I don't care if it's a division rival, I hated to see that injury. I will <laughs> go ahead and throw some editorial. You cannot call that a dirty hit. That was no. a football hit. And you're hearing a lot about that with Minka Fitzpatrick. I wish Ryan Clark would shut the hell up and uh, just say, no, it's not a dirty hit. And then said, oh, I did try to hurt people I played. (laughs) Like, stop that. That's not helping. But with everything else, that division is crazy. The Ravens are right now, they are your division winner until Lamar Jackson finds a way to get hurt. So it's really up in the air. Well, the Bengals are
1: not right. Yeah, so things exactly. that we haven't we haven't talked about many people's Super Bowl prediction to come out of the AFC, and that's the the Cincinnati Bengals. They've had a bad start. They're not this bad, right? So, can they get it corrected over the next few weeks before they get buried?
0: Well, they put themselves in a hole right now. They have the Los Angeles Rams next week. They have them at home, but starting to think that they're not
1: going to have Joe Burrow in that game. And that changes everything. It is a Monday game, which gives him an extra day. So that's the only maybe saving grace. But I agree with you. I don't think he plays. He's not right. Even
0: if he plays, he He wasn't right
1: right the last two weeks. This this was not a new injury. This is the same one.
0: Yeah. And they really they could have sat him. And he's the kind of player that if he misses the first two weeks, he could probably be back in week three. And be Joe Burrow and be Superman all over again. The only thing bad about Joe Burrow in my mind is that he wears tiger stripes. He wears that God awful helmet. I hate that thing, but I will say this. He is electric, but those other guys, Jamar. I mean, I'm a big Jamar Chase fan. I think he's great as well. And I know, I know, uh, I know you're LSU boys. You love those guys, but they're not they're not picking up the slack for Joe Burrow being hurt. And I think they would have been much better off. I, I still see them winning the division because I think Lamar Jackson's going to get hurt.
1: Yeah. He's not, I don't
0: believe in the Steelers right now and that hurts and I'm getting called. I've been called everything from a Browns fan from a hypocrite and all of this um, because I picked against the Steelers yesterday but if you watch that game against Cleveland you can't have your defense outscoring your offense every single week the defense looks phenomenal at in some points with not just TJ Watt but with Alex Highsmith who got the money and got even better so you know they carried that they carried that game for the Pittsburgh Steelers and some other guys did as well. Larry Joby, Joey Porter Jr. showed up in a big way with a, a couple big plays at the end. But Matt Canada is horrendous right now at calling and he's putting Kenny Pickett in a bad spot. And Kenny Pickett is not able to overcome a bad line, a running game that is, is not able to get through any holes because there are no holes and one of the worst play callers in the league. So right now that offense is a mess and I have to actually take them out of the playoffs right now. I cannot put them in there.
1: Well, um, so we'll get to your standings when we go through these. Now let's go, we'll go from a really talked about division with lots of questions to maybe the least talked about division in all of football. We're going to go to the AFC South. Um, They got three teams that are one and one with the Jaguars, Colts and Titans. And then you got the Texans that are doing what they're supposed to do, and they're being zero and two. Um, what do you what do you see going on here? Is this uh, is this a close division? Are we going to see some separation at some point, or is this going to be a fight all the way through?
0: This is going to be another situation like the NFC North that we talked about. You're going to have uh, you're not going to have really much separation. If you do, it's because the Jacksonville Jaguars are slightly better than the, uh, than the two other teams and the Texans are just plain bad. I think the Titans are, I don't think they're as good as advertised with some of those big names. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is slowing down. You have a, uh, you have a guy like Derek Henry that can still get some things done and Hopkins as well, but they are all on uh, on the downside of their careers. I just don't think that team is anything special. Now you did mention how good their defense is, especially their front seven. They're they're tough, but I really think this is Jacksonville's division to lose. But look out for those Colts, and I'm I'm toying. I am absolutely toying with saying that the Colts could be a surprise team um, at the bottom of, of that wild card division.
1: Awesome. Um, so AFC East, it sounds like we're going to have a, a surprise of AFC South, possibly, but the AFC East, um, you know, it's got one team that's undefeated, and that's the Dolphins, um, who are, you know, ex- exciting to watch. Got a couple of fast receivers. And if Tua stays healthy, uh, I think they scare everybody. Um, that's the big question. Um, the Jets, very emotional win in week one after losing Aaron Rodgers. You got the Bills, who I don't know what's going on. And then the Patriots are 0 2. Um, and they've uh, they haven't looked like the disciplined uh, normal Patriots doing the right thing that uh, we've seen from Bill Belichick. What you got in the AFC East?
0: Man, I was hyping up the Patriots last week, and you're like Brian, I don't know, I don't know about that. And I've got to pump the brakes on the Patriots right now. I I think they could be a nine and eight team, but I think there's some teams ahead of them. The Jets are the Jets could not compensate for that loss of Aaron Rodgers he they really couldn't and then you have the problem with you know if Dalvin Cook was on your fantasy team he gave you a minus oh five and guess what I would have won last week if uh, he had just like one point but is it a
1: huge mistake for the Jets to not bring in a veteran quarterback
0: yeah it it really is Any,
1: any anybody that just has won games before
0: you know what what plagues me which I absolutely hate in the National Football League and it's like oh we picked this guy high we've got to stick with him. Now you know what it's okay to say hey he wasn't the guy that not only we thought he was but the draft pundits thought he was too when you elevated him this high to be the number 2 overall pick. Bad is bad. Huey Lewis said it. Bad is bad. So He's not the quarterback. Any other quarterback, I'm telling you, you put Mitch Trubisky on that team. You put, there's a few other backups that I would go ahead and put on that team and they're a playoff team. I'm not saying they're winning the whole thing, but that defense is that darn good and they have the wide receivers too. Man, Garrett Wilson has an opportunity to be wasted right now. And you have other players there that could do, I mean, they they put all their eggs in Aaron Rodgers' basket. Aaron Rodgers is out. Aaron Rodgers says he's going to be back for the playoffs. Man, I would bring a guy in like Mitch Trubisky. I would bring in an a journeyman guy that is not great but is so much better and more polished than Mr. Wilson right now.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. They, they, they've spent so much on bringing veterans in. Um, I don't think... That they can just throw away this season and i'm not sure who they can trade for that necessarily makes sense um that fits in the the salary and is a one-year rental it's just got to be somebody different than zach wilson um they have enough talent to people if they just have somebody that can that can move the ball around um yeah you know, there, there was a lot of uh, talk at first about maybe somebody um you know the, the, the saints have Jameis winston who's a established starter in the league right um, there somebody him with some serious arm talent if you get him in, get the interceptions. He's been a couple of years working under Sean Payton and Drew Brees about refining his craft and the way he processes football. You take a chance on a guy like him. You pair him with a couple of speeds through receivers, and you just see. You at least give yourself a chance. And then we've we've heard a rumor this week that if they make the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers might be able to play. Yeah, Zach Wilson is not taking this team to the playoffs under any circumstances. Even if there's 10 wildcard teams, they're not making it somebody bring in somebody that gives you a shot at being in the playoffs and maybe aaron Rodgers comes back and and then what what do you do you Uh, know what i'm gonna say something crazy
0: i think josh dobbs could take this team to the playoffs i really can't i really think so i i just i think you need a game manager i think you you need a guy that could be could be conservative and let that. That's a great running team. They have two very good backs. You have Brees Hall tweeting out four footballs, which means I only got four carries this week. You've got to feed those guys. you got to let those guys play. And if you just have an above average, a slightly above average quarterback, the Jets are fine. But it's not Zach Wilson. I would take Wilson the volleyball from
1: Castaway right now. Over Zach Wilson. So there we go with uh, some some AFC East uh, uh, news, um, and it looks like that's uh, that's going to be a two team race between the Dolphins and if the Bills can get right there. Dolphins
0: All are right. the most annoying team in the league, if you ask me. I think they have the most punchable <laughs> coach. Um, I know his personality, but I I just but they are playing chess where other play- teams are playing checkers. I think ultimately it is the Bills. And they showed it against the Raiders.
1: All right, so we move on to the AFC West, which um, you know there's a lot of talk about whether or not this was going to be the Chiefs, Chargers, or Broncos, and if this was going to be a three-team race and competitive all the way down. Two of these teams, the Broncos and Chargers, are both 0 and 2. The other two, the Raiders and Chiefs, are 1 and 1. Um, and I think all four teams have question marks, and none of them have looked necessarily good in any game. Um, what do you think about the AFC West?
0: chiefs could win on reputation alone as long as they're healthy and if you have mahomes and you have kelsey you're going to win games because they are that duo and they're that damn good but are are they special are they sexy no with with everybody else they don't have the supporting cast they i mean they just lost kadarius tony who had had a rebound game play a little bit better and so you know sky Moore has emerged but if one of those big two are not healthy then you're in trouble the defense impressed me against they shut down trevor lawrence they they shut down calvin ridley at jacksonville so you know the defense stepped up for him so that's the chiefs division the chargers have the worst coach in the national football league right now I would say that uh, Brandon Staley, he, he's terrible. I've thought that for a few years now. It's uh, I think he's the first candidate to be fired. That team should be better than what they are. They're wasting wasting uh, some talent there. I don't care, I don't care that Austin Eckler's hurt. They still should have won both of those games, and they should have won last week against Tennessee, and they ended up blowing that game. The Broncos, they know how to score points, but the, you know that team better than I do because you know the coach. I just, uh, I just don't think they have the talent there. And well, you know, who am I missing in that division? The it's The Raiders, and that's a team that I, I, I still think they are actually a sneaky good enough team. I, I think the I'm going to know a lot about that team this week. I think that they can handle their business against Pittsburgh. I think they ran into an embarrassed Bills team that at home. You know, it's really tough for those uh, West Coast teams. Uh, I know Vegas isn't really West Coast anymore, but those Western teams to go across the country and play that one o'clock game and they just did not show up. I think Jamie Garopp- Garoppolo is going to go ahead and have that team at, at least. At the high best ten and seven, but I think they can get in at nine and eight. So I'm actually going to pencil them in ahead of the Chargers because I know I do not believe in the Chargers right now.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna be a fan of the Steelers. Like the Steelers beat the Raiders this week. I think the Hope Raiders. Right. I think the Raiders scored ten points against the Bills, and they they did not deserve to beat the Broncos. The Broncos shot themselves in the foot by missing extra points and a field goal um, to win the first week. And Jimmy Garoppolo in two weeks is 385 yards passing. Um, I don't see him even surviving the season, he's always injured. Um, but even if he does, I just don't see he's that he's that good. So I think you I think your Steelers win this week. I do have a question for you. What you got?
0: I mean, this is a personal question, this will help me out. I was thinking of just wearing a plain black t shirt to that game so I don't get murdered. No, but no. I, you think I'm fine?
1: You're fine. Um, Vegas is a tourist town. They are used to Um, it's kind of like the way New Orleans and Green Bay and certain cities where people like you're always the people market on the calendar. Oh, fun city. I'm going to watch my team there. They will have no problems. You probably will actually see more or as many jerseys from teams, not the Raiders, as you will, from Raiders. Nobody from Oakland's driving over there and is uh, making the black hole. Um, It's a tourist town. They are used to people wearing other jerseys in there think you'll be just fine people will probably be nice to you and or ignore you and it won't be that loud Uh, uh, you'll have a great time in a Steelers jersey
0: thank you all right so good i'm feeling much better about
1: tourist town they're they're not too passionate they the team's still really new for them they they don't care
0: all right great i because i would never wear it in los angeles and definitely not oakland no you'll be good all righty
1: i'll be wearing my saint's jersey at lambeau field um this this week up in the packer country
0: I love it. You know, as a Saints fan, if I was a Saints fan, I would dress as the Pope. <laughs> I really. We would. have. I, we have.
1: There is. There is a Saints Super fan that dresses as the Pope and sits in the front row of every game.
0: I think that would be so cool. I would do that.
1: He's got a big white and gold hat. All right, so th- we've got the AFC um, wrapped up there. So um, who do you have now as your number one seed? We've got. A, we've got a lot of question marks and not a lot of emphatic. This is who I believe in. Um, but who do you have as a number one seed? I'm
0: thinking that uh, it's still the Kansas City Chiefs just because I think they're going to have the health. I think they're still that it team. I'm not looking for them to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to go ahead and put them in at number one. I'm actually going to, uh, right now at this point, I'm going to go with the Ravens this week for the number two seed. Okay. It, because I've seen enough of them winning ugly and winning and doing enough Lamar Jackson will get hurt I'm telling you that mark it down but I think right now if he does stay healthy they are going to be the number one the number uh one team in that division and I think they could have the number two seed
1: so I'll be shocked if we're not talking about either the Dolphins or Bills as your number three seed here who's coming out of the AFC East
0: well I uh a big part of me wants to say the Dolphins even though I don't like the Dolphins at all. But yeah. I'm going to go with the bills right now because I kind of believe I still believe in them more, even though I think the dolphins uh, are going to be really tough. I think, you know, the health of Tua, I mean, the guy gets hurt. Guys get hurt just like JK Dobbins. You know, he's going to get hurt every year and he's hurt again and and it's a shame, but he's hurt again for Baltimore. So, but I will go ahead and put the bills in at number three and Jacksonville at number four. Dolphins at number five. I still think they are the best team there. I am going to go ahead and just get, a, I'll, I'll have to say Cincinnati. I, yep. I'll i put Cincinnati in at number six.
1: And who's our final team making the playoffs?
0: Well, I, I was saying that, I was saying the Raiders, but I'm going to go a little crazier. I'm going to go with the Colts.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's, that'll be, I'm going to see how, I want to see how that ages.
0: Man, Richardson's
1: doing something special there. And, and... Is, is with concussion, is he going to be back this week? And how long is he out for? If they uh, lose another game to the Ravens and lose a few spots in the the, the standings, we'll see what uh, they, they have do. Go.
0: Have one of the finest backups in the league in Gardner Minshew, and I think he's a guy that that would really help that team. Hey, that's a guy that you could throw on the Jets, and I think they go to the playoffs.
1: Well, excellent. So we'll see how much the, st- the uh, standings change over the next few weeks. But uh, we've got our AFC 7 playoff teams.
0: Yeah, and we did it a little quicker than we did last week. So I think it's time that we get on out of here. Make sure you check Fans First Sports Network for all of your... Not only your Pittsburgh Steeler needs, not only your New Orleans Saints needs, but for any team that you follow any sport, we've got it all here. We are growing every single day. The National Football League is almost full. Major League Baseball is full, and we are going to be uh, we're going to be looking very hard as far as college football as well. We will continue to grow and continue to be your new source for all sports. So, with that being said, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and this is? I was going to let you do I, it. I was.
1: Gonna, I, <laughs> I looked up, and you have Still Curtain Network, and it just threw me off. Oh, okay. <laughs> the big uh, this, picture. <laughs>
0: the, all right, and this is Wesley Coleman, and we uh, are the big picture, and we'll talk to you later. We'll, we'll get this tighter. <laughs>
1: how about, week some, two. We're,
0: how we're about do,
1: some? Hey, we're doing better than the Bengals.
0: Yeah, that's true. Hitmar music! <laughs>